but I don't have enough time for this or that. Maybe I just can't be successful. Maybe success is for other people. Is this you? It's okay if you feel this way. You're not alone. But I see it as my job to help you feel limitless. And that right there, mm, that's some limited thinking, my love. So let's talk about time today, about why this is actually a lie, that you don't need tons of time to be successful, and that using that old faithful, I don't have time, it's just an excuse and it isn't serving you. I want to tell you about how you can be successful and have time for your family and have time for yourself. I want you to have it all. And I'm going to share with you five truths about time, some proof that you don't need more time to be more successful, and of course, a dash of woo to help put all of this into place. So let's make some time to talk about this, shall we? Let's get to it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. Welcome back to the show. How is your week panning out? My husband and I did something unusually spontaneous for us this week. You get a little bit less spontaneous when you have kids, I think. Don't you agree? (laughs) We booked an impromptu trip to Scotland this weekend really excited about that. I don't know about you, but for me, travel and experiencing that quality time that you get together as a family when you travel is like just one of the things I absolutely live for. And so one of the reasons I love having my own business is that it affords me the flexibility to travel as often as we really like. Uh, No limited days of vacation time for me. Yay. (laughs) And of course, the funds too. Double yay. And so this trip's a little bit of a celebration for me. So you know, I'm all about celebrating. If you've been listening to the show or hanging around with me online for any length of time, you'll know it's mandatory around here. And the thing that I'm celebrating is signing up for this Millionaire Mastermind, which kicks off on the 1st of May. And so it's a kind of new leap for me. It's something that I'm super excited to be doing. So I feel like it's worthy of celebration. The other thing is the other reason why this is a great celebration for me. I don't know if you know this, but I kind of believe that when I'm on holiday, I make more money. (laughs) And this was borne out in my results last year that you've probably heard me talk about. For example, when I took half the month of August off and spent a load of time in France lolling about (laughs) in our private pool. Um, It was just wonderful. And I had at that point the biggest cash month that I'd had yet in my business. And it always just seems to happen that when I take downtime, extra discovery call bookings will come in, (laughs) template sales will roll in. It's a beautiful and wonderful thing. And so I'm leaning into that. And so my celebration is to go away with the family. And also this year we have uh, another trip to France planned for just a week this time, spending some time in the mountains there. 
And we've got a three-week trip to Canada coming up too. So I'm super excited about all of the massive wealth I'm going to be attracting by being on so many holidays this year. Anyway, let me ask you something. If I could wave a magic wand, I've got one in my hand, I haven't actually, and grant you the gift of more time, what do you think you would actually do with it? Would you get more done in your business? Would you finally get around to some solid mindset work? Would you spend more time with your family? Have more time to yourself? All of the above, do you feel like then you would have a real shot at being successful? Well, here's the thing. You don't actually need more time. I know, isn't that annoying to hear? (laughs) As your self-appointed business bestie, I'm calling you out on this one today with love, of course, because I think that telling yourself that you don't have enough time is limited thinking. And I want great things for you because I want you to know that you are limitless because you are in fact limitless, right? You see, believing the lie that you don't have enough time, and in almost all cases, it is a lie, is very limiting. It's really restricting what you feel you are able to achieve. And yet, I know it's so easy for us to fall into this trap. I'm not going to deny that we have many demands on our time as business owners and mothers. But if you've been feeling like you would love to be successful, would love to make more money, would like to achieve your goals and dreams, but you can't because you don't have enough time, then this episode is for you. Before we dig in, just a friendly reminder that I'm currently accepting Discovery Call bookings as I have a small handful of spaces coming up over the next few months in my private coaching practice. If you'd like some support with the mindset and strategy, and of course, dash of woo goes without saying, right, that you need to start making more money and enjoying more time freedom, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me to find out more. And if you like what you see there, then just go ahead and book yourself a discovery call and you and I can chat about what you want to achieve, how I can help you get there, and we can see if we feel like a good fit. Again, that's corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. Okay, so let's roll up our sleeves and talk about having enough time. I do not want you to think for one second that I don't empathize with feeling like you don't have enough time. I totally do. I've totally been there myself. We are pulled in all different directions as mothers and business owners. Maybe you feel like you're spinning so many plates, what with the various demands of your business, things like work for your clients, the endless hamster wheel of finding more clients, social media, business admin, I could go on there, and the various demands of having a family, all that life admin, oh my goodness, that comes with having a kid in school, the constant demands of a toddler maybe, or a baby, chores, birthday parties, practicing spellings, blah, 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 I could go on. And maybe your husband and you have only had like one date night in the last year. Maybe you don't feel like you get to see your gal pals, your besties as much as you would like to. Maybe you feel like it's hard to get any damn time for yourself because you always feel like there's something else that you should be doing. Yeah, I know. We've been there. We've all been there. If any of that's resonating with you, then it's easy, of course, to feel overwhelmed. It's easy to get frustrated with our own progress. And it's easy to feel like success or making lots of money or achieving big things is for other people. 
And you're definitely not alone if that's been feeling true for you. When people join my Facebook group, Limitless Mothers, I ask a couple of questions on the way in. And one of them is to tell me the one thing that they're struggling with right now. And do you want to know the single most popular answer? Mm-hmm. You're right. It's time. Finding the time, not having enough time. That's what I see again and again. And so it's probably no surprise then that one of the key reasons that my private coaching clients come to work with me is yes, to grow their business and find more clients and make more money. But also, more importantly, they want to do that while working less, while restoring a sense of balance in their lives. They want to be successful and they definitely do not want to sacrifice to get there. So I know a thing or two about this game of time. I know that you don't actually need more time to be successful. Sorry to burst that bubble. Uh, And I know that you don't have to compromise. You get to have flexibility and profitability and fulfillment. You get to have all of these things, right? And that's why I'm excited about talking to you about this topic. So the main point that I really want to drive home today is that you do, in fact, have enough time to achieve the things that you want to achieve. You do. You just do. You just don't think you do. And you may well be using the I don't have enough time story as an excuse I'm just going to call you out on that. I don't have time. I don't have money. Those are really easy go-to responses that we use as kind of knee-jerk reactions. And most often, it's just an easy label to slap on what is essentially some kind of fear that's holding us back. And the great thing about the I don't have enough time label is it feels justified because we've all bought into this busy mother kind of persona for ourselves. But here's the thing. Resourcefulness is one of the things that you really need to thrive as an entrepreneur to do well. You need to be resourceful. You need to be able to figure out how to make something happen. So if you find yourself reaching for those easy to go to excuses or reasons like I don't have enough time, then sorry, but you're not being resourceful in that moment. So I'd love you to catch those thoughts and see if you can reframe it and see if you can actually put your resourceful hat on in that moment instead. For example, if you knew that there was something that was definitely going to help you to get those outcomes that you want for your business right now, why wouldn't you move heaven and earth to find the time, or in fact the money for that matter, to make it happen? It's because so often we're afraid, afraid of taking a leap, afraid of things going wrong, afraid of messing up, afraid of it not panning out, afraid of feeling like a failure, afraid of success. I could go on. All the fears basically there. But When we use something like I don't have time, what we're doing is we're kind of letting ourselves off the hook by not looking at that fear, seeing if it's valid and seeing if we're okay with that fear, helping to inform this decision for us. And so it's um, quite connected to what I was talking about recently in terms of your comfort zone. So I'm not saying, don't misunderstand me here, I'm not saying that you need to work 100 hours a week if you knew that that was going to be the thing that made you successful. I'd argue that it wouldn't be the thing to make you successful anyway. I'm saying that you need to be resourceful and resourceful with your time and also realistic. I think that we can be terribly unrealistic in terms of taking on more than we can realistically achieve. And all that does is 
build up a sense of frustration because we're not making the progress that we would like to be making. And then it can feel like all of those goals are ultimately unavailable to us. But it didn't come down to necessarily a problem with time. And the other thing, the other problem with this lie of I don't have enough time, don't worry, I'm going to get to some proof about why it is a lie in a minute. (laughs) But the other problem with it is that it's not empowering. And it's giving us a kind of a way out. And it's not forcing us to be proactive and empowered around our own time management. And so I could give you a ton of tips for time management, but really the thing that underlies all of this is how you are feeling about time and your attitude towards time. So I really would love you to stop believing the lie that there has to be a compromise, time or money. That's a big one. I would love you to stop believing that time in equals cash out or to be successful, I have to sacrifice a ton of time. I'm here to tell you that none of this is true. But if you're feeling like you don't have enough time and that's just actually some scarcity mindset at play, that's your time mindset talking. Now, maybe you've heard of time mindset before, maybe you haven't. It's quite similar to money mindset. It's less of a sort of pervasive problem, I think, than money mindset. Money mindset goes so deep for so many of us and holds us back from so many great things. But time mindset is definitely a thing. It's definitely there. And it can also hold us back too. And so I'd love you to think about the similarities between how you spend money and how you spend time because you'll probably see some patterns there. So if you feel like there's never enough time, you probably also feel like there's never enough money. And if you feel like time just slips away from you, perhaps you'll also notice that money just slips away from you. And so what I would really love for you today is to walk away feeling empowered that you are able to choose how you spend your time. People aren't taking your time away from you. You're getting to choose. And when you can feel empowered, then you can make really positive decisions about how you're choosing to spend your time. And it's much more likely that you'll get to your amazing, big, shiny goals when you are feeling empowered and proactive around how you're spending your time. So how can we adopt a more positive time mindset? First and foremost, the way is the same way that we do with our money mindset. The first thing is to notice. Notice what you're telling yourself about time. Are you always telling yourself you don't have enough time? There's too much to do and not enough time. If only there was more time in the day. If only I could clone myself. All of these things. Notice it and then reframe it if you can. Notice that you are choosing to spend your time in the way that you are currently spending it. Watch what comes out of your mouth about time because what we say, we also hear back to ourselves and it becomes part of our subconscious beliefs so often, especially when we hear it on repeat. So I don't have enough time or there isn't enough time or I'm frustrated with my progress or whatever the thing is that hinges upon time for you. Start noticing them and start curbing the way that you talk about time and start talking about time in a more positive way. Start thinking about time in a more positive way. So if those were some of the things that we've just been talking about that are the lies around time, like I don't have enough time, so ultimately I can't be successful, it's not available to me because I just don't have enough time, then what are actually the truths about time and how can we find time for success? Well, I think there are five really key truths that it helps us to acknowledge about time. So I'm going to share those with you now. Number one is how you feel about time 
will be your reality. So this is what I was just talking about with your time mindset. So if your external circumstances are not reflecting to you something that you want and you love, then it's because there's something inside of you that you need to change to help make a positive impact on those changes, on those circumstances around you. So if you change how you feel, then you change your reality. This is so true. And it changes how you show up for the circumstances in your life. So if you change how you feel about time, then your experience of time will be different. So number one, how you feel about time, that will be your reality. That is one of the truths. Number two truth is that you need to focus. So stop being so busy and start getting some stuff done. I have a podcast episode all about that. You can go and have a look in the podcast archives there. So so often when I start working with a new potential client, if she is feeling like she doesn't have enough time, she doesn't understand how she can grow her business because she feels at max capacity and she feels tapped out time-wise, then what we always do together is get really laser-focused when you have maybe just one absolute maximum three big things that you are focused on achieving in your business and you keep showing up just for that one, two or three things all the time. And every decision you make is through the lens of, will it help me achieve one of those one, two or three things, never more than three. I would even just argue one if you're feeling particularly lacking in time, then it's amazing how much more progress because one of the reasons why we feel like we don't have enough time is because we are trying to do too many things at once. Our focus is scattered, our attention is split, and that is not an efficient way to be working. So when we can put all of our energy into one big key thing, one key driver for our business, it's amazing how much momentum we gain and how much more we get done. So I'll give you an example of this. Um, You might have heard me talk about this before, but last summer, I made a snap decision to not put my daughter into any kind of childcare. Now, this posed a bit of a challenge, let's say, because I was like, how am I going to run my business in just one or two days a week for some of the weeks and no days a week for some of the weeks? A bit of a challenge, right? Especially when you have a full... uh, roster of clients and other demands from your business. You know, I've got to still keep showing up for you ladies and I still got to keep sending out emails and all of this kind of thing. So what I did is I got laser focused at that point and it's I've been such a convert of having just one or two or maximum three focuses ever since because that's what I did. I made a massive list of all of the things that I felt like I should be doing. Isn't it amazing how many things we put on our list? and got really clear on what was important, what was going to drive my business forward, what was I keen to see pan out as a result, and only focus on that. And I killed everything else on my list. And guess what? Nobody died. Nothing bad happened. So in case you're wondering, like, well, what do these focus items look like for me? And so these are still my three areas of focus today. So they were last summer when I put this in place in around July, and they still are now in April. 
and they're not going to change anytime soon. And it really helps me to keep progressing my business, keep growing my business, to be feeling increasingly successful, increasingly abundant, all those good things because I'm super focused. Uh, so my, those things for me are, number one, my clients. My clients always come first in my business. So that involves both servicing my existing clients so well, showing up for them in a really big and powerful way to really help them and support them get those amazing results that they want to get and also keeping my uh, that steady stream of wonderful ladies who are in wanting to work with me flowing in so those are two aspects of that one key area of focus and number two is this wonderful podcast that I just love doing and is such a source of joy for me. And so that is a big focus in my business. So for a while it was just the two because I knew I had the shop that I was going to launch, but I wasn't yet launched. And so I wasn't trying to do it all at once. I had to literally just the clients and launch the podcast as my two areas of focus. And then I knew I'd be bringing the third one in. And so the third one for me is the template shop, the Limitless Mother template shop. And so that is it. I have no plans to be creating and marketing anything new. I have no plans to be splitting my focus because I know if I do, I would take my attention away from those three things. I want to keep showing up in a big way for my clients. I want to keep showing up in a big way for this podcast. And I want to keep creating and getting more and more templates out there to you ladies because I know they really help you to shortcut various different things in your business to save you time, right? So those are my three key areas of focus. I would love you to have a think about what yours are. When you get super clear on them, then you can focus how you are spending your time, which takes me to number three, which is protect your time, guard it, spend it wisely, spend it more wisely than you spend money. Because guess what? You can always make more money. There is always more money in the world. You can't actually make more time. You can't get back the time that you've spent. So if you are super intentional about how you're spending your time, then time will serve you better. Does that make sense? And you get in super intentional about how you spend your time by having that really locked in focus on what the things are that are going to really move the needle for you towards your vision of success. So you need to know what your vision is first as well. Like if you haven't sorted that out, go and do that. Go and get visioning around what success looks like to you. Okay, so back to the truths. Number one, just a really quick recap here how you feel about time will be your reality. Number two, if you want to have enough time to be successful, you need to focus. Number three, if you want to have enough time to be successful, you need to protect your time, guard it and spend it wisely and with intention. Now, number four is you need to get comfortable making time for yourself. I'm just going to put that out there. I've talked about this on the show before, but we are terrible, aren't we? At being a bit of a martyr. Come on, ladies. It's just us here. We can admit it. We like kind of that, oh, I just I just never have any time for me. No, it's fine. I'll do it. And don't worry, I'll do it. And kind of that soldiering on, persevering, taking on the burden of all of the life admin or whatever the thing is for you. We can be a bit bad at that. We can be a bit bad at accepting help, a little bit bad at making time for ourselves. It's okay. We've all been there. We're all in the same boat there. But I know from experience with 
myself. I know from seeing this play out with my clients that when you make time for you, everything feels easier. It feels a bit counterintuitive because you feel like when I make time for myself, I'm taking time out of the pot of time. There's going to be less time for everything else. But guess what? When you're running on empty, when you're feeling depleted, when you've been putting your energy into everyone else and everything else, you just can't show up in the same way. And it slows you down and it actually adds to your feeling of not having enough time. Whereas when you carve out some time for yourself, doesn't have to be huge swathes of time to begin with. Um, but when you carve out some time for yourself and you can have a little reset, you can do something that feels replenishing, rejuvenating, revitalizing, all things beginning with R for some reason, that you can do something uh, restorative, there's another one <laughs> for yourself, then it's amazing how much differently you can show up and make the best use of the time that you do have. So you need to get comfortable with making time for yourself. Now, here's the one where I hear the most excuses from my clients about, well, I don't have time for that. A big one is that anybody that comes to work with me who's kind of on board with mindset, now just FYI, you have to be on board with the general concept of mindset to work with me. I'm not going to work with you if you're like, no, that mindset drivel, that woo-woo nonsense. Um, But still, even being on board with it doesn't mean that it's easy to implement for some people, right? So that's fine. So I do get a little bit of resistance from time to time when I suggest some mindset work to my clients. Well, I don't have time for that. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) You need to make time for that because there's really no point doing the other things if you haven't done the mindset work first because the mindset work is the thing that makes everything else easier. And so I'm talking about things like mindset, like self-care, like doing the things that look after you because when you do those things, when you make time for those things, it actually means that you can show up in the best possible way for the rest of the time that you have and make the most progress towards your goals. So I'll give you um, a little example here. One of my clients, her and I just had a chat recently. I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this on the show because obviously I won't say who she is. Um, And she is going into a launch period very soon. And she's been through a launch before and we've had some really great success there. And we have the strategy locked and loaded. She knows what she needs to do. And so I said to her, look, your real work here for the next few weeks is to be working on your mindset. You know the actions that you need to take. But the success of this launch will really be boosted by your mindset and the energy that you bring to it. So knowing that in advance, I'd really love you to carve out some time every morning for the duration of the launch to do some mindset work. It could literally just be five minutes, 10 minutes. So that's what I said to her. And she said to me, yeah, but I don't have time in the morning. (laughs) And maybe you can relate because that's how we feel, right? Which is one of the reasons why I made my free template, um, my morning mindset routine, slay your day and your money goals, because I know how hard it can feel from personal experience to carve out that time for yourself in the morning when you've got a child jumping on your bed, maybe your legs and head even (laughs) and demanding toast and all that kind of thing. So I said to her, okay, let's just talk about this. So what happens when you wake up? And she's like, well, the kids wake me up. So, and they wake up early. And I'm like, I'm not going to suggest somebody gets up at some unearthly hour. That's not my cup of tea. So I'm not going to recommend it to my clients. So 
I said, okay, so you wake up and the kids are awake and then what happens? She goes, well, then I have to give them breakfast and make their packed lunches and get them ready for school. I said, okay, yeah, that's cool. I can see how that would feel busy and that you don't have any time. I said, "Um, what is your husband doing? Does he go to work uh, before all that happens? And she goes, oh, no, he's just (laughs) swanning around getting ready as if it's only him that has to get ready. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. So (laughs) you can see what's coming here, right? So do you feel like you could chat with him? and maybe say look I've got this launch coming up it's really important that I stay on top of how I'm feeling about it so I can really show up for it I really want to make this a success it would really help me out if I could have five we're talking about five minutes here if I could have five minutes every morning where you could maybe just keep an eye on the kids while they're eating their breakfast so I could scroll myself away lock the door do five minutes of journaling five minutes of affirmations whatever the five minutes of visualizing you're just like Oh yeah, I could ask him that. (laughs) So that's the thing. We need to be proactive and we also need to make time for ourselves and stop just going to that, well, I don't have time response and force ourselves to look at how could I make time? How can I find the time that I need to show up and get the things that I want? So on a recent episode, I talked about getting what you need is the gateway to getting what you want. So this is a classic example. If time is what you need, maybe it's only five or 10 minutes in this instance to do some mindset work, whatever. How can you be resourceful? How can you be creative about making it happen and getting what you need? Because that's going to be the path to getting what you want. So that is the fourth truth about time that we need to get on board with here, is that you need to get comfortable with making time for you. And the fifth truth is that you need to get real sorry about this, sorry to do this to you. (laughs) You need to get real about how you're spending your time. (sighs) Now, we all love Netflix. We all love a social media scroll. I'm not going to tell you to stop doing this or stop doing that. However, what I am going to say is if you're feeling like you don't have enough time to be achieving what you want to achieve, not what somebody else thinks you should achieve, but what you want to be achieving in your business, in your life, If that's how you're feeling, then I would really love you to start keeping a diary about how you are spending your time. Now, that could be within your business. That can be really interesting to find out where perhaps things are causing a real drain on your time. Sometimes there's some really simple things you could do to automate or outsource or just clean that process up and make it a little bit more slick or stop yourself falling down that Google or YouTube rabbit hole, which FYI is why I created the Limitless Mother template shop. Go to corriejavid.com forward slash shop and get the answers to save you the time for those kinds of things. So sometimes keeping track of how you're spending time in your business can be massively um, insightful. The other thing is how you're spending your time outside of your business. Now, I'm not going to suggest for one second that you cut back time with your family. That is precious. That is sacrosanct. Um, You want to be looking after that, of course. But I would have a look at how you're spending the rest of your time. If you are squeezing work into every little gap, that's not healthy and that's actually counterproductive. So you might even find that pulling back and spending less time in your business if you've fallen into that trap will actually make you more efficient and more productive with your time and you get more done. Or if you find that you're just so exhausted at the end of the day, once you've finished your business, done the school run, thrown the kids in bed, read them a story, that by the time you settle down, uh, you're on the sofa, you feel like you just want to do something mindless, that's totally cool too. But 
maybe you could use that time to do a little bit of positive mindset work. Or maybe you could use just five minutes before the end of the day to do something like that. It's about getting really clear on what are the activities that are really important to you, to your business, but also to your life. And then looking at how you've spent your day or your week and seeing if the two match up. Would somebody looking at your schedule, I never know if it's schedule or schedule. I work with people in the UK and people in the States and Canada, and I know we pronounce it differently, different sides of the pond. But anyway, I'm just going to go with schedule from now on. Um, if somebody looked at your schedule and saw how you were spending your time, would they know what are the things that are important to you? Or would they think that maybe... Netflix is really important to you or just being honest or like scrolling through social media or looking at emails and e and looking at notifications just generally on your phone. There are pockets of time, I'm betting you, in your day that are being um, frittered away, for want of a better word, on things that aren't actually serving you, filling you up or moving you forward towards your goals. So I would love you to get really honest with yourself about how you're spending your time. And it's not about parceling out every single minute of your day and assigning a task to that. Don't misunderstand me there, but it's about looking proactively for opportunities to find the time for the things that are important to you, because there is the time. Okay, so those are the five truths. Number one, how you feel about time will be your reality. Number two, you need to focus. Number three, you need to protect your time, guard it with your life. Number four, you need to get comfortable with making time for you. And number five, you need to get real about how you're spending your time. Let's talk about some evidence now, shall we? Because I promised you some proof. I have a number of things that I could share with you, but I'll share with you just a couple. You already know my story that I've been building my business to where it is now on just 25 hours a week and often less. It, if you looked at it on average um, over the weeks, it would probably be way lower, probably even below 20 hours because I take time off at various points for different things. So that in itself is proof that you don't need a ton of time to be creating success for yourself, to be continually growing yourself and growing your business. I'm not stopping. I don't know about you, but I'm not stopping. I shared with you that I'm going towards a million. Now, I am not going to budge on those hours to get to that million. So I'm going to keep proving that you don't need time to be successful if money is one of your markers of success. But let me share it with you a couple of client stories. Um, I have one client in particular who came to me on maternity leave and wanted to build her business from scratch, had no even beginnings of a business. She has a business up and running. She has clients that have said yes to working with her and she is still breastfeeding and only working a few small handful of hours a week. So if she can do it, you can do it. It's about getting really clear on what are just those essential things that I need to be doing to move forward. And also working on the mindset work to support that, right? Um, another client of mine started her business as a side hustle. So she was working um, a nine to five wasn't enjoying the fact that it was taking her away from her family so much, really wanted to be around for her kids more, really wanted to be working from home. And now she's given up the nine to five and she is working part time. But the point is that she built her business up to the point that she could leave her nine to five while working literally, I think, about 10 
hours a week, if I recall correctly. So you really don't need a ton of time to be successful, to be growing and scaling your business. You just need to see it as a fun challenge. That's how I see it, like a fun game. How much money can I make? (laughs) How much fun can I have in my business and still just work 25 hours a week? Let's see it as a fun challenge. So that's my proof to you that this can work for you too. I would love you to embrace this limitless thinking that it is possible for you and then approach it proactively. So I like to give you a bit of an analogy here. I kind of think of like time and the way that we are spending our time often mindlessly and not with massive intention and without being really proactive is a bit like you're in a car and you've got 30 errands to run and you need to do them before you pick up kids from school and you've got a full tank of petrol or gas or fuel let's say (laughs) for all of us Um, and what you do is you get in and you just start racing around the streets getting frustrated with the traffic getting caught in roadworks and just trying to dash around and make it to as many of the 30 as you can but for some reason your fuel gauge is ticking down at an alarming rate so you're just dashing around even quicker trying to get more of the errands done and hoping that you're not going to run out until you come to a grinding halt because the tank is empty and you've only actually achieved 20 of uh, 20 or even 12, let's say, of your 30 errands, right? So it's a bit like that with time when you're not being really intentional about it. So in this analogy, what would be better is to actually stop. First of all, find out why the fuel gauge is ticking down. Maybe there's a leak that you can plug there. Maybe you could make a plan of looking at the Look at Google Maps and make a plan of what's the most efficient route between these 30 different errands that I need to run. Where are the traffic hotspots? Where are the roadworks? Could I find somebody to help me? Could I do one of these on a different day? The point is you could slow down, fix the leaks, i.e. where you're spending and wasting time unintentionally, and get really intentional and strategic about how you are going about things, how you are spending your time instead of feeling frustrated at your progress and mad at the traffic, mad at the stupid car and its fuel gauge. So the way I see it is you have two choices. Are you going to keep using time as an excuse or are you going to get creative, take charge of time and embrace this limitless thinking? I think my vote is do the latter because you know I believe that you're limitless. Maybe it's time that you should start believing it too. So today's dash of woo might be a little bit stretching for some of you, but that's a good thing. So here it is. I would love you to spend some of your precious time at the beginning of each workday doing something purely for joy with no purpose of getting something done, life admin, business admin, no email, nothing like that. Just something that is purely joyful for you. Something that puts you in a really high vibe state and gets you feeling amazing, boosts your energy. Could be five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, but I would love you to carve out that time intentionally. Now, I know that that can feel stretching because it can feel like, oh, I can't do that. I've got so many things to do today. I just need to crack on. But I also know from experience and something that I do myself every single day without fail is that when you do that, when you fill yourself up with that joy, when you raise your vibration, the rest of the day 
goes so much better. You are more proactive because you've taken charge already. You are more intentional. You make better decisions from that place of high vibe and from joy. So take some time out of your schedule, make some time for yourself and do something before you open up the laptop or switch on your computer or whip out your phone that makes you feel amazing. Do it just literally for the pure joy of it. Could be dancing around to a great song, could be visualizing something really empowering, could be saying some affirmations. Doesn't matter what it is. Do that and that will change how you feel for the rest of the day and it will change how you spend your time for the rest of the day. So it's time to make some time. (laughs) If you've enjoyed today's show and you want to find out more, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash enough time. And remember, there's still some time left to book in a free discovery call with me. Let's have a chat, shall we, about how you can grow your business and your bank balance without struggle or sacrifice or well overwhelm or any of those gross things. <laughs> Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me to find out more or just click the discovery call link in the show notes in your podcast player. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.